the Comedy Zone podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Jason Allen King. Welcome, everybody, to the Comedy Zone Podcast for the week of December 16th. I am Jason Allen King. Thanks for tuning in. We've got a great show for you guys. I can't even get it out how on fire I have been. I don't mean in a good way. I mean like chicken, no head, pants on fire. Not that I've been lying. I, I can't I can't seem to get it together. But it's all good stuff. I have more things going on than I know what to do with. And what better place do we want to be? Finishing out the year strong with work and stuff. Brian, how are you, buddy? You uh, How's your back? I know we've talked a little bit about this. Oh, no. I, I was actually making a bad joke, Jason. The back is fine. Everything's fine. I do have this weird, like my elbow kind of hurts. Really? And it's what I always imagine sort of like tennis elbow would feel like, but I don't play tennis. So I yeah. don't know what happened. Uh, I'm hoping I got, I got some thoughts That's my and they're probably not things that I should <laughs> no, share on here, but <laughs> no, those days are gone. No. So are yeah, they? I don't know. Well, yeah, it's, I'm calling baloney on that bullshit. <laughs> once, calling bo- once, bullshit. You, once you reach a certain age, it doesn't matter mm. anymore. Yeah. Well, I have not hit that age. I'm glad we're talking about this. I'm glad everyone's thinking about this right now. <laughs> Sorry, so you got a sore elbow. You're the busiest yeah. man that I know, next to maybe our uh, special guest that we have today. But uh, you're doing okay. I mean, you're home. You're in the new home, and yeah. you're settled. This is the first time I've seen the inside of it on is it? you know while oh, we're yeah. recording. Yeah, yeah. So we've got this cool shelf back here. You can kind of see there. I was going to say, I, you always have great shelves, and you brought it to the new house. I'm happy about that. <laughs> I do. Our, our shelf game is strong. Yes. Yeah. Shelf game? Shelf, our shelf, shelf? game is yeah. strong. Yeah. You know, uh, it's been three months already in the new house, which is hard to believe, Ooh. considering, you know, what a huge crisis it was about six months ago. But yeah, it's, you know, the house is great. We're making use of the wood shop. I made uh, cutting boards for all our clients at the network. Wow. And, and, uh, yeah. And it's, it's things, things are Things are okay. So you're not so busy you can't make cutting boards for clients? All right. I thought you were actually busy. I didn't know. No, I just added that to the list. <laughs> All right. Treated it like a, you know, like part of the job and actually mostly over uh, Thanksgiving break. Oh, right on, man. Well, good for you. I yeah. know your folks were in town. You got to spend some time with them. You deserve yeah, it, buddy. You're doing great things over there. For, for everybody who doesn't know, do a little research on Brian. He's making waves in the in the podcast game with the Queen City Podcast Network, the festivals that he's created and has been a part of. And I think it's uh, overlooked sometimes, Brian, and I, and I don't want that to happen. I think you're you are a gem in Charlotte and keep up the good work, buddy. I appreciate that, Jason. Thanks. And, and you know what? You too. You're a gem as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, buddy. It's like a very small <laughs> rhinestone, I think, is probably what I am. And I'll take it. Dolly Parton would love me. Well, this has been fun, Brian, catching up. Do- what? The Dolly Parton line? Is that what threw you? Yeah, I'm not I sure. I love Dolly Parton. Rhinestone. Didn't Campbell. she sing I'm a rhinestone cow- cowboy? That was Glenn Campbell. No. Yeah. Was it? <laughs> well, I like Dolly Parton anyway, so <laughs> nothing against Glenn, I guess. That's she would have. She liked blingy things, so she would have liked, yeah. I'm, I'm a little blingy. Yeah, you can stand by it. I think 
think it works. I think it's well, fine. listen, I'm glad we're I'm glad we're driving this into the ground. Let, let, what do you think? Should we get some funny people on the show? Should we introduce our special guest? Well, I know the kids love the Glenn Campbell and Dolly Parton references, so but yeah, absolutely. Let's go ahead and move on. All right, move on all right, moving again. on. As as you say, moving on. I'm so excited to have our special guest uh, on the show today. Uh, this is definitely someone when you know, literally since we've had this podcast going, where I, where I've been sort of at the helm, I've been wanting to have this guy on. Just you know, pulling things from his body. He's literally the guy you have to see. He's the most liked comedian I think that I that I've ever met, and I mean on stage and off. He's a fantastic guy, and he travels and tours so much that I, I don't even. It's it's hard to keep track of where he's at. So go to benjonescomedy.com for a full schedule. Yeah, Ben Jones he, Comedy. He, I got to update it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been too uh, he's busy a touring to, to update my website. I need I need a, like a webmaster. <laughs> we need to get we need to get him an assistant. I, ju- I need one. He's performed last, last of this uh, bio read 24 states. My hunch is, uh, he's probably at like 52 states at this point. Um, he's, he shared the stage with Rob Schneider, Bob Saget, uh, John Reed, Maria Bamford. I mean, the list is so long. It, it, it goes on forever. Uh, he, he is a true comic. He's an amazing writer. He's got such a stage presence. Uh, and he also, very important, has a new album out now. Just came out, A Clown for Adults. You can get it on iTunes, uh, Amazon. Go to his website and he'll tell you exactly how to do that. Ladies, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ben Jones to the podcast. Hey, <laughs> what's up, buddy? It's so good to see you. Yeah, it's it's good to be on here, man. I've been it's like uh, I got back from Wisconsin last week, so I'm like this has been like my first week in a while that I've uh, been able to take like a breather. Yeah, <laughs> and Wisconsin in December—that's probably not where you want to be. Yeah, you know what? It worked out fine this time because I've, yeah. I've been up there when there's been a blizzard and like I had, you know. Uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to make it out there alive. Uh, yeah. I've, I've been stuck in, I, I got blown off the road, not in a good way, like blown <laughs> by the wind. Yeah. Uh, like my, my vehicle went airborne a couple years ago. No I got, kidding. I got stuck in a ditch up there, but this time oh, they wow. were like, they're like, oh, you guys brought the, the warm weather up here. They were like, it's only, it's only 35 degrees. It's not, it's not cold up here right now. Uh, that so is nonsense. Yeah, Why so do people I, still live there? Do we know? I, I don't know. It's one of those things I was trying to figure out while I was up there is because like I was doing shows up in like the, the most rural parts of Wisconsin. Like one of the nights I was doing a show in a barn. Oh <laughs> man. Yeah. Bar in a barn. Uh, I love the way they talk. Up there. <laughs> it's like everything in the world. Like, uh, like the whole week I'm up there, I'm just like, I'm just mimicking everything everybody says up there. Cause I yeah, love right, it. Right. <laughs> it's a barn, a barn. But yeah, I was doing a show up there and I was like, uh, I had a, I had a reference to home Depot. And they're like, we don't have Home Depot here. And I was like, do you, guess, do you guys have, uh, like, <laughs> I said something about Taco Bell. I was like, nearest Taco Bell is 50 miles away. I was like, what? Oh, like, my why, gosh. Why, why don't you want to live there? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get, what you can't you get do? Taco at night. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> It is good comedy up there, though. I mean, good good crowds, good comedy audiences yeah, up there. We'll I, say I, that. I love the Midwest. They're, they've always been cool to yeah. me, man. And it's uh. I don't know if the southern accent's like a novelty or something to them. Which I don't have. I don't have the thickest southern accent, but I do have one, and maybe yeah. it comes up more up there. But you got, you got a pretty good one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I know thicker ones, you know, and I think mine's yeah, kind of out there over the years because I I spend a lot of time other places. And I don't yeah. tend to spend a lot of time with people that talk like a banjo per se as much as I used to growing up. But <laughs> you are like you're literally on the like on the road a lot now. When did that pick up? I mean, during the, the pandemic is, is you know it's still ha- sort of happening. Are you running into 
problems there or no? Well, I still don't think the dust is settled mm-hmm. with how where the pandemic is going to leave comedy right now. I think we're still all yeah. trying to figure out how how it's going to affect comedy uh, in, in a lasting way. But yeah, like, I mean, I've, there's been, been, I've been able to find work. Uh, I've been doing all kinds of gigs. I've been doing a lot more local stuff than I did prior to the pandemic. Um, oh, I bet they love it there then. Yes. Yeah, so it's kind of been good for me because I, I do like sleeping in my own bed from time to time. So. <laughs> Good for you, man. Well, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you are getting to spend some time at home. Like I said, and I, I I was only only kind of kidding about doing work in your town. I mean, here in Charlotte, we got we got Paul Hooper back. Oh yeah, it's been it's been a delight. In fact, I'm going to be on the show with him uh, tonight, or it'll be the past. But uh, and it's great to just get a chance to to see him again and and work with him, and get to watch him. That's kind of like what what the pandemic's done is it's kind of knocked a lot of people back. It's displaced everybody, so it's yeah, knocked yeah. a lot of people back into their hometown, and a lot of people <laughs> have given up on New York and L.A. A lot of people are moving to other cities. Maybe that's this ancillary sort of positive thing that we don't even acknowledge right now. That, yeah, you know, in a year uh, or two. Yeah, I yeah. think it's a, I think it's a good thing because um, I think we're at a point now where you don't necessarily have to move to New York or L.A. to have a good career in this. I mean, I know tons of people that have done it without really setting foot in there. So yeah, right. Uh, I agree. I totally agree. Now, wh- where are you from originally? Are you from your North Carolina? I'm originally from North Carolina. I grew up in Thomasville, North Carolina. Ah, uh, the metropolis of Thomasville. I don't know, but I would say I'm based out of <laughs> Greensboro. So right on. Okay. Yeah. All right, very cool. Tell me about sort of, uh, I'd like to find out the origin story of people. Where, where did, where did comedy come into play? I mean, it's standup wasn't something that was out, out of the gate. You were like eight going, well, there's Johnny Carson. I want to go be a comedian now. It started uh, by, by uh, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a clown in the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. And uh, like, <laughs> I, spectacular. I, like, I was very devoted to this life goal. Like, you almost was, were like, I'm going to run away and join the circus. That, yeah, you were the I, guy. I, I was going to. I was totally <laughs> going to do it. Like, I, I was going to go to clown college, everything. But, uh, and I, I kept that goal till probably I was like 11 or 12. And, you know, then you're like, oh, clown, clowns are not as cool as they were when I was younger. <laughs> but I started watching stand up and um, I just fell in love with stand up comedy. Like, when I was a kid, first comic I ever heard was Jeff Foxworthy. Like I would, I would go. Awesome. A friend of mine, he was like, we were like fourth or fifth grade. You know, we'd go on, go to the beach together with his family, and his mom would put on an old Jeff Foxworthy CD, and I like they enjoyed it, but I was like, oh my god, what is this? I love this. <laughs> like I just like, like I was like, can we listen to it again? Is there any more of those? Like, no kidding. Um, so that's that's where I that's that was like my introduction to stand up. But then I started watching like Comedy Central and stuff during back yeah. when Comedy Central was something. Uh, now, right, sure, now, sure. Like, now Comedy Central's kind of unraveled, but back in you know, like that early two thousands <laughs> heyday, man, I was sure, man. I was yeah. I was there watching stand up every Friday night. You know, being a clown eventually evolved into being a comedian. So that that's why I call my album a clown for adults, is because yeah, uh, basically I'm, I've got the same job description as I've always wanted. <laughs> yeah, like, the clown you travel around the country making people laugh. And yeah, man, when you're a comedian, you travel around the country making people laugh and step, you know, when you're a comic, it's not families and kids, it's drunks at comedy clubs. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's but the thing that I said shoes as well, though. You can wear reasonable shoes. Yeah, you yeah. You have the big, giant shoes. I, I, well, I still wear them from time to time. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I see you at shows and you, you're just someone who absolutely enjoys every Every process, every bit of the process for stand up, oh, man. Yeah, I love the craft, man. It's uh, yeah, 
I've, there's nothing else in this world I'd, I'd want to do. Like, and I've said that yeah. to a lot of people. It, I mean, and, but it's double-edged sword. I mean, it, it's a hard business for sure. Like I've told, I've told so many people, like uh, comics that were like, you know, new trying to get into it, open micers and stuff. I was like, there's anything you can do that's going to make you as happy as being a stand-up comedian and feel as fulfilled and excited about your life. For the love of God, go and do that thing. But, <laughs> but if this is the only place you you feel uh, like you're going to be happy and where you, where the, if you feel called to do this, you know, buckle down and hit the road, man. Cause it's, it, yeah. you know, it's, I love this craft and, but I think it, it's a special type of person that is, that is drawn to this. <laughs> I would, I would tend to agree. I mean, there, there is a, there's not a lot of a shoe leather between a clown, a stand up comic, a person who works in film or theater or any of the musicians, it's it's all the same cloth you know what i mean and oh, yeah. i think you're right i think you got to be prepared for that so there there's some so that the highs are, are so high and some of the lows are pretty low you know R- pretty low but but it all it all evens out and and i you know i'm with you man there's not anything else i'd rather be doing this like this this job is like the 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 uh, living embodiment of bipolar disorder like it's like up and down <laughs> <laughs> it's like one night at night you're a rock star the next morning you're you know you're stuck in a ditch in minnesota so just, yeah <laughs> that's right have yeah. you uh do you have can you recall any like low moments because like, i i have one in particular with any low moments where you're like man i mean that that punch about put me out like knocked me out you know what i mean do you, do you, oh. got, do you have anything i mean I just remember bombing, and I'll, I'll tee it up. I, I remember bombing so hard as a as a feature one time. It was you know I had only done it a couple times maybe, and it was just it wasn't people weren't yelling "screw you, get off the stage." It was just so quiet. Oh yeah, that I just it it was so it was embarrassing. I was just mortified. It was you know I did my time and I walked off, and and it was twenty four hours before the next show of of saying. I don't know if I'm supposed to be doing this anymore. I don't oh, know yeah. what to do. I mean, do you have that that moment? Well, I always heard one of the best pieces of advice I heard about doing Santa when I first started was if you don't think about quitting at least four times a year, you're not doing it right. It's <laughs> 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 been like clockwork. Uh, I've had, it's hard to say. There's a bunch of them. I remember one time I was one of my first feature gigs and I was still like, I was like still really young and broken, but I was like, I was so excited to go do this gig, and um, I got a parking ticket. It was I was at a resort that was oceanfront, and on one side of the resort was the the hotel parking, and then on the other side is the the beach parking. I guess mm-hmm. so I parked on the beach parking, thinking it was the resort parking because you couldn't oh, really man. tell the difference. And so as I'm checking in the hotel, I get like an eighty dollar parking ticket. Uh. <laughs> the gig was only paying like a hundred. Twenty five bucks. Oh man! So yes, but it was cool because me and this other lady, we pulled up, I guess, at the same time, and and so this other lady was checking in at the same time that I was, and me and this lady just like we were, we were both just mad, so we just went at it. At the, we just started yelling at the fucking um, or at the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the meter the 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 meter person. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Oh. So we're like, like, oh, you're a dick, and we're like, <laughs> <laughs> felt good, you know. Um, yeah, well, hey, you know, yeah, I, I lost money on the gig, but I, you know, and I was um, one at one that sticks out is uh, I was doing. Um, it was one. Of, it was the first time I ever met Half, the owner of the, mm. the Comedy Zone, and 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, the booking agency and everything. It was my first time ever performing in half. And it was at this old uh, comedy zone in Statesville. They only had it for like six months or something. It was a, it was a very short lived <laughs> room. But they were having these like these open mic contests or whatever. And one of them was where uh, half was going to be there. And it was like my first time meeting half. And I was like, oh, my God, I really want to work for the comedy zones. Like, I feel like I'm ready yeah. to feature. I want to, I got to, I got to, I got to meet Hef. Like, I got to, I got to be there. I got to get in front of this guy. <laughs> I was like, I got to show up in there. That's right. So I went up and uh, I mean, I didn't have the best set of the night, but I had a decent one. I thought. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So it's after the show. And I go up to Hef and I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, so what'd you think, man? I'm Ben. I really want to work for you guys. Really like you guys. You know, I want to, I want to, I want to be on y'all's radar. <laughs> I'm um, already cringing. I'm already he goes, cringing. Uh, he goes, yeah, man, it's really, you're working hard, but it's, it's still, it's pretty green and vanilla. Mm-hmm. And I was like, those, those mm-hmm. words, like those words just like fucking yeah. ate my soul for like a year. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was like a year before I actually got on with them. But you know, at the time though, like my material, <laughs> like now I'd be like, yeah, it is a little green and vanilla. But at the time yeah. I was like, like all I could think about was green and vanilla. Like I couldn't eat green M and M's. Couldn't eat a vanilla oh, frosty. No. <laughs> oh, no. Green and vanilla. Like it was like vanilla extract. Oh, like I get like triggered by. Jeez, yes. You know, it made me work harder. So those moments, they they are huge, right? Oh, and yeah. Hef knows that. He may oh, not yeah. have recognized it in that moment, but he knows how important that those things oh, are. Yeah. But he's also, so, I think, wants to not give you shit advice. I think he wants to no. be honest with you. And it made, and me, it made just... me harder. It made me work harder. So it, uh, yeah. it you know, it, uh, and it, I, you know, eventually, like a year or two later, they they started featuring me. So um, yeah. But well, now, I mean, you work you work with the Zone Clubs a lot. I mean, that's that's yeah, yeah, going to be a big chunk of. They do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah, good yeah, for so you. That's really fun. Glad to have them in my backyard. So heck yeah, man. Ah, that's so cool. Well, I want to, I want to, we're going to take a quick break, but I, I want to, uh, you know, get people sort of uh, up to speed on your comedy and that. So we're, let's take a quick break. We'll come back, talk a little bit about specifically what you do. If everybody out there, if you want to uh, learn more about uh, Ben Jones, go to benjonescomedy.com. Uh, what, give us some of your socials. What's, uh, what's your, uh, um, not so your security I'm, I'm number? But... Comedy on pretty much everything. So you can find me on, okay. I'm on, uh, I'm on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. Those are the three I'm most active on, but I am on Twitter uh, and I'm on you know, you can find me under Ben Jones comedy. I'm also on YouTube. I post things on YouTube awesome. from time to time, but mostly Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. That's where the focus is. So excellent. Yeah. Check out uh, Ben Jones. Check out his, uh, all of his stuff this week at the comedy zone in Charlotte, December 16th through 18th, Trevor Wallace to be performing. Uh, so you don't want to miss that show. And as always go to CLT for a full schedule. And we'll be right back with Ben Jones. At Ortho Carolina, my personalized orthopedic care feels like home because video visits bring my provider to me. Ortho Carolina, my care, my way. Schedule your appointment today at orthocarolina.com. Get ready. Broadway is returning to Charlotte. Blumenthal Performing Arts has an incredible selection of upcoming hits, including the returns of Hamilton and Wicked. Plus, the long-awaited Charlotte debut of Disney's Frozen and many more fan-favorite musicals and plays. Season tickets are on sale now at BlumenthalArts.org slash BPA Broadway. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit CDC.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. 
At Ortho Carolina, my personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse because online scheduling saves me time. Ortho Carolina, my care, my way. Schedule your appointment today at orthocarolina.com. Welcome back, everybody. We're having this great conversation with Ben Jones here on the Comedy Zone podcast. Uh, ben, thanks again for taking time to speak with us, man. Um, I think that uh, I said it in kind of your intro that you are uh, honestly one of the most likable comics on stage, off stage. But I also don't want people to, you know, comedy purists to think that that's somehow a negative thing. Like to me, that's that is. Fantastic, because on top of that, you're a great writer. Like you're a, you're a proper joke writer who also tells stories. So I, so I, I kind of want to want to hear from you. I mean, what what is your sort of process when it comes to writing and, and things like that? I mean, what comes first? Is it you just want to add on to what you have? Or are you just writing jokes constantly? Like what? Well, I, I have creative spurts. <laughs> like <laughs> it sounds filthy, but, but that's great. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It does sound filthy, but. <laughs> It's, you know, it's, yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll go like, uh, I'll, I'll have like, uh, I'll go like a few months where I'm like, the wheels are turning, like everything, like I'm just full yeah, ideas. Yeah. And then I get, and then that would be like, which is where, I, where I'm at right now is where I'm like, oh, I hadn't written anything in a while. I need to write something. And then, it, but then it'll just, you know, probably the next three months it'll be like, oh, like I've got all right. these ideas. I'm putting the pedal to the metal. But basically like I, I have a system of, if I think of something funny, um, i write down the basic idea in my phone. If I have yeah. time, I'll try to uh, write it down as as detailed as possible. Cause I feel like it's best when you write it down when it's fresh, like when the, when the sure. iron's hot. So, so I'll do that. So, so in premises or you, or you have a punchline in mind when you jot it down? I have maybe some punchlines, you know, maybe not all of them. I have, you know, I'll, usually it'll start with like one thought and one, like, you know, one sort of setup and one punch. One way I've done to uh, write material is sometimes I'll just sit in front of my laptop, and it was a it was a big thing I, I learned uh, a couple years ago. I did like a, a thing where I wrote a joke a day, three hundred sixty five days, which is very challenging. So, so sometimes I would I would twist the definition of joke. Sometimes it's just a funny <laughs> idea or something. Like just like funny. just like a comic, man. Yeah, man. Like yeah, I mean, no. it's. It's I'm funny. Make it I fit, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I did Square that. Peg, round hole. I, I get it. Yeah. But I was, I was, I was writing all on my, my uh, social media accounts and my phone and stuff. So I, I got really, I transferred from being a comic that uh, writes in a notebook to somebody that puts it all on my laptop because I feel like, and Carlin used to talk about this a lot, especially towards the end of his life is that he was a huge proponent of uh, word processing for writing comedy because it's so perfect because you can, for one thing, I can't write as fast as I can think. So that helps. I can type faster and I can, you know, scribble something. And then it's also legible to me, you know? So, it, and it also helps because you can, you can take away your words, the unnecessary words or reword things, work it around. Yeah. Um, it's it just, it's, it lends itself to comedy writing so much more than. Carlin said that? Yeah, Carlin uh, talked about word processors and that. Yeah, way. yeah. Towards the end of his really? life, he was yeah he was talking about what a how how much he preferred to write that way. That's kind of exactly as meticulous as he was. That seems about right. But yeah, I mean, the delete I, button. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But it, you know, like I, I always wrote out of a notebook for the longest time. But 
when I started writing on a laptop, that just it changed it completely for me. So yeah. I'll, I won't go back now. So. <laughs> All right. I've always been a, uh, I have, I've had a fear of uh, memorization. And so I try to use as many different sort of senses as possible. So, so for me, it's like, I'm typing in a text, I'm writing it down in a notebook, I'm tapping it in. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm working on jokes and stuff, I've, I've mentioned it on here before that I'll do it in an accent. Oh like, yeah. Like, I'll do like, I'll do like a stupid English accent to, to help me remember. Cause it's, I'm hearing it differently. That kind of thing. Just yeah. little tricks like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But usually uh, like, um, what I'll do is I'll have, I'll start with like a premise or like a couple ideas for a joke and then I'll take it to an open mic or something. Or if I feel, feel real, feel real confident and I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll drop it while I'm working. Um, but oh, you see, I'll take that baby to the, to the school. That's great. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, and just, uh, I build it from there. You know, I, I kind of, yeah. I'll have ideas that pop up as I'm telling it on stage sometimes. And then it's, it all just comes together eventually. So, but it, yeah, you know, like it takes me a few months before I, like I have a bit that I'm working on and then I'm like, Oh, it's, it's dialed in now. So yeah. Is there anything more exciting? No, than, nothing, than a new bit nothing working, better than new material. Yeah. Oh. That's a comedian's orgasm right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> I wrote it a new is. bit and it killed. Like <laughs> That's right. Uh, so are you, uh, someone who takes things from like, I mean, news, it's mostly your, your perspective on, on life situations and things like that more so than. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been more, uh, most of my act is more, I don't do a lot of topical stuff because, uh, I feel like once you, once you do a bit that's topical and you start working on it and you get it, you get it good and you get it, you know, you get, you get those punchlines in there and you get it hit and all all eight cylinders or whatever. <laughs> and then it's like, Oh, that was, that was three months ago, pal. Nobody wants yeah, to hear right. that. It's all, like it's all news. So it's like, I like to do stuff. I can, I can get some mileage out of. You yeah, know? sure. Sure. It's funny. You're, you're working with an eight cylinder. I got a four cylinder. Okay. Yeah. I'm barely, yeah. I'm barely working with that. Uh, well, full engine. disclosure. I don't know anything about cars. So that was a struggle with the number were, there. I was like, I was going to say four, six, eight. I was going to I'm going to I'm going to say eight. Uh, that sounds wrong. I want to say it. Oh, it's awesome, man. Well, I mean, where do you, I mean, you have a new album out, right? And yeah. So it, it, two two questions. I want to hear a little bit more about the album and and you know what wh- why now and like to, you know tell me the process of really saying hey listen I want to do this because I think there's a lot of comics out there going I mean I have you know x amount of of time when's a good time to do it when's not did did that weigh in at all yeah. and sort of like I want to know kind of where your long term goals are for albums and where you're trying to get to you know so. I am, I am recently separate. Well, I don't know if it's recently now, but it's, I except me and my wife separated in June. I'd always wanted to record an album. Like that was like a big thing on my list of things to do for like the last two, three years. So I was like, I want to record an album. And I was like, it just seemed like a huge task to get yeah, accomplished. Absolutely. And it kind of, it's not, it's easier and it's harder than you think at the same time. <laughs> You're <laughs> not helpful at all here, Ben. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so so uh my marriage was very much part of my act in the last few years talk about my wife a lot like i don't uh it wasn't my whole act but i had a good had a lot of chunks about her sure in there. sure of course. um hey by the way so hey, I'm, marriage, I'm really sorry to hear about that i, I didn't want to go uh too long without mentioning oh it's fine that. dude I, i'm doing great yeah. so don't worry I, I, I believe um, <laughs> yeah yeah sometimes it's for the best our marriage sort of went went to shit uh like it was in June. I was just like trying to cl- get my head straight and everything, just figure out what's going on. 
I had this date at the idiot box to record, to just do a, a headline show. Um, it was like at the end of July and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, I'm like, Oh my God, my life has just changed. Right. Permanently. And I ha- like my act is, is so much <laughs> centered around the way my life was. Sure. So I was like, I'm going to have to keep doing some of this material right now, just as like a necessity. Yeah. Right. But it's like, I'm not going to want to, like, I was like quickly realizing like, I'm not going to want to do a lot of these jokes now sure. anymore. There's a couple like that. I could like, there's pl- some of them I can still do. There's like, there's one or two where I'm just like, I don't want to tell that. Joke. Yeah. I imagine there, I mean, there's an emotional attachment to it. I'm sure. Plus there's just a, a, whether it's, I mean, who knows, complimentary, not complimentary, all those things that. Oh yeah. It was like, like my closer was a bit about, um, it, it was a long form bit and it kind of was a, one of the most advanced things I've ever written because it required me to go like a minute or two without a laugh at the end of my set. Yeah. But I would, I would build it to where it would pay off. But basically, the bit was about how how much I love my wife, and my wife was uh, was eating ice cream one night, and I was like, I was thinking about how much I loved her and stuff, and uh, how I would like I, if something ever happened to her, I'd sit by her bedside and I'd feed her ice cream till the day she died or something. And uh, that, that's paraphrasing all yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, sure. But and yeah, then I know bit, it. And like, <laughs> if, I, if I did it right, if I did it right, sometimes I could get women to cry. Yeah, which was kind of cool. You know, like, yeah. If I did it right, absolutely. Like, oh my god, that is greatest thing I've ever heard and then like I was on stage in Jacksonville and I heard women weeping and I was like that's, that's good stuff right there <laughs> that's good stuff but then I did this 180 she would I would tell her like what I was thinking about and then she would go she well or I was going to tell her what I was thinking about and she goes uh she goes uh, I would like the way I would do the bit was like uh hey babe you know how you like ice cream so much and she goes yeah I love ice cream I probably love ice cream more than I love you so I would do like this whole bit where it turns to 180 where I'm like, oh, I'm glad I didn't, uh, <laughs> glad I didn't, uh, glad you didn't lose your place in line at Dairy Queen or whatever. <laughs> That's so good. That's um, so I, I kind of butchered it by paraphrasing. I should have just done that. So, right. It's but, right. <laughs> but anyway, so it's a bit I don't want to do anymore. Yeah. Uh, because it's just, it's just, it's just weird for me to do now. Um, so I was thinking about that. And I was like, oh man, I've got a, I've got all this material that, I want to record because it's, you know, it's part of my evolution as a comic. And I was like, Hey, get this album recorded with the quickness. Yeah. Right. So, right. Uh, yeah. You want to, you so want to capture that before I really, really don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just do it while it's fresh. I'm going to, I'm not going to change the wording to say, Oh, me and my wife just separated or yeah, right. I'm getting a divorce or anything. I just, I did it the way I'd always done it. Cause a lot of people still didn't even know. Right, we had split up at the time that I recorded it. So that's really so that was, fascinating. To for again, uh, this is a look into like a comedian's life right here, where you've developed this thing that's so important to you. You literally have people crying at your shows, and then yeah. your life and changes. Like, uh, and it's so and like, harsh. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I gotta like, I was like, I I want to record these bits. So I went sort of in a mad dash to make sure that show got recorded. Um, so yeah. I talked to a few people and I got in touch with some people that could help me. So, and I, I sort of outsourced all the work to different comics, like, uh, like the guy that, uh, helped record it. He's a comic. The guy that did Eddie Forrester did my album art. Yeah. Uh, we just had him on here a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. He did, he did the artwork. Um, Mike Merrifield, uh, he's a comic. He, uh, he did, uh, he did the mixing and mastering cause he works at 800 pound, uh, 
Gorilla Gorilla, Records or whatever. Mm -hmm, Yeah. 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 So, um, so like I had, I had comedians help me with it, Um, but it was, it's still a lot to, (laughs) it's a big undertaking more than I thought. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Working in production, I have some sense of what that is. Uh, And now you have it out. I mean, I used you feel, you have to feel great about it. You know, just this. Dude, I, it's the biggest thing off my to do list, just marked off. Yeah. So How exciting. I'm, I'm super excited about that. And, you're, and you, are you like, uh, what are you doing for are you taking it to every show? You're, you're pushing it on all, uh, socials and all that stuff. Yeah. I'm just pushing it. And then, uh, you know, I'm going to be selling it at my shows when I get back out on the road. So, but yeah, it's, I mean, so far I got a, gotten a lot of good reception on it. And, uh, and somebody, Message me yesterday. I was like, "Oh man, I listened to it yesterday. It was hilarious." And uh, I was like, "Oh, thank you. That's so nice." I'm jealous, man. That's <laughs> fantastic. So, when are you going to do the next yeah. one? <laughs> That's a terrible wow. thing to say. You know what? Um, <laughs> I'm going to start working on it and it, with the quickness yeah. because um, I probably should have already been doing that. Uh, so I had some in the in the can, you know, yeah. uh, going into where I'm touring and I'm not doing the whole album, you know, yeah. on stage. Um, but I've got a few things I've I've started to incorporate in there. But now I'm super highly motivated to flip my whole act now. So. Totally. What a, what a scary but exciting place to be. Yeah, that's 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 uh that's kind of it's kind of the ideal spot to be in. It's like you got this stuff going, you, you have your old act, and now you you start fresh with a new act. I'm really excited about the process going forward. But uh, as far as when the next one comes out, you know, who knows? Who knows, right? Uh, it took 14 years for the first one. So <laughs> I don't know it will be that long. You got two years, buddy. Be... You got two years. Crank it yeah. up. Too. Let's go. Uh, it'll be at least two. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd like to I'd like to do with them with some, regular, some regularity. So we like to ask uh, comics who come on here uh, some questions that will hopefully get them in trouble later. So you've been around a while. Like, <laughs> I like to find out, has anyone has any, like, pet peeves about the uh, the – get out of the world or the business side or whatever of stand up. Uh, it's a fun chance to say something that comics can hold against you later. I mean, is there any pet peeves? You're such a nice guy, but you, you mean, dude, you've been in every scenario you can think about doing stand up. What's the thing that every time it happens, you, it just burns you. You're like frustrated by it. Something small doesn't have to be huge for me all the time. It's if someone says what else or running the light or, you know, that kind of thing we hear a lot. Okay, I got a couple things. Um, <laughs> they always do, Ben. They always <laughs> do. <laughs> okay, so as a comic, I one's a gripe with club owners, and the other is um, a gripe with uh, patrons. Uh, it doesn't happen at every comedy club, but some comedy clubs, people will go on stage like before the show, like people that are sitting in the yep. eyes or, or after the show, and they'll want to like take pictures holding the mic on the stage oh. and. Uh, moving the stool around and it drives me bananas. Absolutely. Like, and it's like, do you, when you go see a band, do you go up there, like, you go see Guns N' Roses, do you go up there and play with Slash's guitar right. before he yeah. comes up? Like, you bust out a couple on the drum kit? Like, no. You Absolutely not. Sit down. Uh, <laughs> like, it's a sacred place, people. That. Get off the stage. <laughs> it's a sacred place. It's not a, it's not a photo op. Like, I hate that. It drives me crazy. Yes. You know, and, and every time somebody does that, the MC walks up and then first thing out the gate, oh, uh, Mike's unplugged or something. Sure, you know? sure. I, I hate that. That is very frustrating. I, I, I'm, I'm on board with that, too. Yeah. Also, I hate – here's another thing I hate. <laughs> Uh, I hate when club owners. Hates a strong word, and he's I'm, using it, folks. This is. Real. I feel like the comics should eat for free everywhere you go. Mm. Like I don't think I don't think like you're running a business here. <laughs> I get it. Okay, you know this but, is. I'm so happy you're saying this. Go ahead. 
Yes. Yeah. You're running a business here. All right. A lot of people's livelihoods depend on this night. The servers, the, the, the box office, the door people, uh, the club owner, people, people are coming out and getting a babysitter. You know, they're, they're having somebody watch their kids. They're dressing up. Yeah. You know, they're shaving their balls. They're doing all kinds of stuff. They're getting laid at night. Like, there's a lot of collective energy focused on the fact that a comedy show is happening tonight. Yes. It's like, you can't comp me a basket of chicken tenders. <laughs> None of this is happening if the comics aren't at the show that night. Like, this is all centered around the comics doing a show. Like, I'm making all the money for this place, you know, this yeah. weekend. Give me a cheeseburger. Right. Like, none of this 50% off, 25% yes. off. Give me a damn cheeseburger. Right. All right. Like, like, it's not a lot of skit off your back. We're talking like 10, 15 bucks here, if that. And, for, pe- and for people who don't know, this is something that, that sometimes the amount of time mm-hmm. and effort it takes for the comics to get to where they're going is nothing to do with the club. You're not paid for it a lot of times, as, at my no. level anyway. So I'm paying all this money to get to these things anyway. You can't give me a you can't give me a cheeseburger. Yeah, like come on, like fifty percent. Oh, you're gonna sweat me over five dollars. Yes, okay. all right. right. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. And when you make it half price, that's even more insulting. Because you're right, it's yeah. like four and a half bucks at this point. Like really? But yeah, yeah. It's like if I ever open up a comedy club, all right, yeah. the comics. They're getting whatever they want. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And some clubs do. Are, some clubs are very yeah. good about that. Some yeah. clubs are like, mm-hmm. like there's a you know there's a club down in Port Charlotte. It's one of the comedy zone clubs that mm. uh, every night they oh they serve gosh. and they serve the best. You've been down there. You know what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, Vasani's man. I'm not afraid to say I love that place. Vasani's man. They serve some of the best food. It, it, it's too good for a comedy club to be honest. Like it's the food is is better. <laughs> Is the, the food is better than than will be funny. Like it's like <laughs> it's just he's not wrong. But they, you know, like they're like, oh, have a steak, have Holy a you shit, know, that's funny. Have a big chicken parmesan. Like they, like yeah. you want a salad with it? You have dessert. We have dessert. You know, like where they just take good care of the comics. And it's like, and then you go to a place that's got you know nachos yeah. and mozzarella mm-hmm. sticks. You're like, oh, we'll put it on your tab. That's so funny. When when I was at Vasani's the first time, and other comics might not love this, but. The guy behind the bar was like, hey, we're going to get some food. You got to try the steak. You got great steak here. And I was literally looking over my shoulder like, no, no, no. No, I'm a comic. Like, I'm a comic. He's like, yeah, you want a steak? I was like, I don't know if that's appropriate, man. That's not, I don't think I'm supposed to get that. Totally happened. They're like, no, 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 man. It's fine. Trust me. You know? Uh, Yeah, I totally get it. That's great, man. It's a great pet peeve. Yeah. What you got, Brian? Yeah. Give the comedians some chicken fingers, okay? I think, to be fair, though, because we're all humans, there will be people who would take advantage to some sort of open tab. So I think if you limited it to, you know, like, we'll get you dinner, get you a drink, you know, but you can't have an open bar tab because. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. No, I I totally get that. Yeah. And I I, I mean, I understand a bar tab. Yeah. You know, food tab, like, I mean, if you're, if it's within reason, like. I'm with you on the, I'm with you on the bar tab. Yeah. Like I just for six mozzarella sticks, you're gonna bring me a bill for mozzarella. Sticks. <laughs> you know, like I killed it this weekend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I think between the three of us, you know, like say we're on the bill. You know, I'm hosting. Uh, you know, Jason, you're featuring Ben. You're the headliner. 
I venture to say we could put away some mozzarella sticks. So oh, I yeah, think, sure. You know, I mean, they're not going to comp us a thousand mozzarella sticks yeah. on Friday night. That's not going to happen. No, no. That's correct. I will, I will give you that. That is that is fair. It's a fair point. However, I still think they should give it to us. <laughs> yeah. You got me. You hear that, club owners? I'm, I'm, I'm taking a stand on this. Yes. Yeah. Because the chances are, especially if I'm emceeing, I'm not getting much else. Like, they're making a lot of money on me. Yeah. Like, if you don't want to take care of the feature in the headliner, that's fine. For the love of God. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic, man. Uh, I love it. Well, listen, Ben, I- I'm so excited that, that you took time to, to be with us here and I'm glad you got some time to back at, you know, back in Greensboro and you can kind of chill out for a while. You got anything coming oh, yeah. up you want to, you want to talk about? You have any shows uh, uh, heading this way? What do you got? And if not, that's okay, um, man. We need, we, we could tell people where to go. Okay. So uh, in this area I have, okay. So I'm doing Fort Myers, Florida for New Year's Eve at the Laugh-In. Oh, right on. Good. That's and awesome. Then, and then uh, doing uh, Carolina Comedy Club the 3rd through 6th of February. And then Beautiful. the 14th, I'm doing Comedy Zone gig in Tryon. And then I'll be at the Lake Norman Comedy Zone on February 15th. So oh, nice. Those are, those, that's a few, right? Very nice. Perfect. Plug, so. Absolutely. And then all that's on your website, I'm sure. If it's not right now, it will be very soon. Uh, listen, folks. Yeah, uh, I'll get to it. If you have a chance, <laughs> go, go see Ben Jones. I, I mean, he's he's one of the, the just genuinely funny, fun guys. You, I, I, I don't guarantee a lot of things, Brian. I don't guarantee a lot of that's things. True. Go see a go see a Ben Jones show, and you're just gonna have a good time. You're gonna laugh. You're gonna enjoy him. He's oh, he's, thanks, <laughs> he's he's good people. So uh, again, BenJonesComedy.com. Ben, uh, you're awesome, dude. Uh, get as much rest as you need. Uh, and uh, thanks again for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate you guys. You bet it. You bet, man. Brian, are we missing anything, buddy? We got anything coming up? We need to talk about. Now we want mozzarella sticks. Other than that, I got, I got nothing. <laughs> kind of me too, actually. <laughs> me too. All only right, guys. Four, only four. Four. Yeah, you. Well, that's right. Although you have to pay for the rest. Just a reminder again, everybody. December 16th through 18th, Trevor Wallace will be performing at the Comedy Zone here in Charlotte. CLTComedyZone.com, Queen City Podcast Network. They got so much going on. Uh, just just start floating around on their website. They got there's a lot of there's something for everybody at the Queen City Podcast Network, right, Brian? Uh, and and then some, yeah, and then some. That's right. <laughs> Excellent. All right, guys. Well, that, that's our show, and uh, keep listening to us here at the Comedy Zone Podcast, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. The Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumblechevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. 